We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. This is the Sooner Sports Podcast. Your all-access pass to Sooner Sports. The Sooner Sports Podcast is presented by Allstate. Are you in good hands? And by Riverwind Resort. Riverwind Resort, the place to be. Now, here's your host, Chris Plank. All right, welcome into the Sooner Sports Podcast. We are on the road with Sooner Softball, and Oklahoma has just wrapped up two wins, including an impressive run rule win over Northern Iowa by the final score of 10-2. to Four home runs for the Sooners, including a walk-off by Kinsey Hanson. Sooners beat Bryant earlier in the day by a final score of 8-3. to So, Uh, As we're getting set to watch some hoops today, I thought I'd slide in something that I promised for the last few days. The schedule has been kind of, well, it's been fun, don't get me wrong, but it's been a little bit crazy because you had a few games run long, so we ran out of time uh, yesterday. So I thought early this morning we'd drop a very special edition of the Sooner Sports Podcast featuring Sooner hitting coach J.T. Gasso, whom we caught up with earlier this week. What have you been able to kind of garner over the last couple of days, JT, as we get set for what's going to be a fun trip, I think, to Tucson? I don't think Oklahoma's been since 2011 in the Super Regionals, but also a challenging one as well, too. This is going to be a fun weekend and also an interesting weekend. What have we learned about this team the last few days? Uh, you know, we when, uh, when we got back, it just kind of allows me to, you know, to just look and see the things that we need to adjust and kind of reset. But um, one thing that we took out of uh, this, this past weekend – was we have some fighters and uh, they're they're super competitive and I think our uh, or at least my main goal is to try and channel that into like more of like a direct game plan and and try and get them uh, you know some of the hitters on the right track and and just kind of guide them and and just let them loose so this weekend will be fun because um, you know you're in a hostile environment we're not on a neutral field and we'll just get to another test for us. 
You know, it's, uh, I-, I wanted to take some time before we get you out of here to go through some of the newcomers and what you saw. But what really stood out to me was the consistent focus on improving from two players that have had success in Greg Screen and Jocelyn Allo. Let's start with Jocelyn. Really seems like she's committed herself this offseason, JT. And I know the home runs are what everyone talks about, but I, I still have been impressed in how she's become a line drive hitter and taking what the opponents give her. Yeah, and I think that's what's tough, too, is now in year three is everyone kind of knows exactly tendencies. Uh, they know flaws or you know weaknesses or strengths, and they can kind of pitch to those. So, um, yeah, exactly. Getting her to, to kind of you know understand that sometimes you do got to take what they what they give you while still putting put together your own game plan as a hitter and and executing it. So um, you know it's the first week too. What, what the big message we told them was not to expect that you're going to have your 100% A plus like best swing you're gonna you're gonna have uh, week one. And so it's just a continuing continuing to preach get better, get better, get better each and every week, just so um, we can get to that top shape, you know, come middle into the season. Yeah, and I think sometimes we also have to realize it's it's February. This team needs to be playing its best in May and, and in June, but in that, I, I think we've seen some things. I mentioned Jocelyn, but from Grace Green, and I know that uh, she's bounced around position-wise, a little right field, play some DP, and uh, who knows if we see her at first again this year, but how have you seen Grace progress, JT, from year one to year two? Yeah, I think she's just become more aware of what she's doing and just become a smarter hitter. And that's you know what's what's kind of nice about being a freshman is you really don't know what you're doing. You're just <laughs> – you don't have to think about anything uh, and you just go out and just do what you've always done. And, you know, now always year two, you kind of see, you know, sophomore slump and everything where people are starting to pitch you different, starting to do some different things. And, and she's adapting to that. And she know every time she goes up, she knows exactly what she wants to do. And um, it's just a matter of now executing it at a high rate, which she, she is doing. So, um, that, I think that's the biggest thing is just seeing her uh, game smarts, game IQ uh, improve. How do you – and JT Gasso's our guest. You know, I, I know that there's so much that goes into hitting from the technical side, but also there's that mental side, JT, as well, too. And I think you do a really good job with, the, with your athletes on this. So when you have someone, let's just say a McKenzie Donahue, who has hit the ball pretty hard, had some nice at-bats, but – 0 for 8 to start the season. How do you kind of handle making sure that they don't get too down and kind of keeping them on the right path? Is that a big challenge? Yeah, so that's one thing we actually talked about yesterday was continuing to re- like uh, really focus on what we're trying to do and what we can control, what we can't control. And so a big message for us is process, staying in that process, understanding that the goals and the things that you celebrate are things that you can control. And one of those things is hard hit balls. And, uh, it, and it's just batting average is such a trap because you could go 0 for 8, but you hit every single ball hard, right? And mm-hmm. what, what as a hitter, you want to hit the ball hard. You don't want to just settle for bloops and not hit the ball hard, right? So um, with that, just continuing to, re- to uh, reiterate, Process, process, hit the ball hard, do things that you can control, not things that you can't control. And and that's one thing getting the freshmen and new players to realize is you can't control whether or not you get a hit. You can only really control you hitting the ball hard. So um, that's just kind of been our focus and 
kind of helping them really understand what to value and what to kind of keep out of your head. You know, and, and it's interesting, JT, because I, I'm, I don't know why I'm bringing up Grace Green so many times, but she she had a, a line shot on a diving catch against Long Beach State that would have blown that game wide open, but the center fielder made an incredible play. You're frustrated because it's an out, but as a as a hitting coach, you like to see those kind of at bats, right? And that's and you, and you know what are you what are you going to say? Are you you know for me, my body language, am I going to be upset with that? Um, no, because she hit the ball hard. She did her job. She executed. It took the the defense to make you know a great play, and you tip your cap to them, and you just keep going. and And I think by her hitting the ball hard, it helps other people see what she's doing to do that, and then maybe help them do the same thing. And then helps her uh, throughout the game to get better at bats. And like, okay, I'm on to something. I can continue to do this, and and really kind of um, just continue to shrink the pitcher's game plan into one one. Uh, uh, thing, I guess. You know, it, it's always interesting because sometimes I think stats are a great deceiver in sports. And I've always loved your take on the left on base stat, to where yeah, it's frustrating. Everyone that gets on base, you want them to, you want them to score. But you've always said, but I, I, I can't be upset whenever we have we're putting players in position. So how do you, how do you have that balance? How do you juggle that when you see a number that I know is frustrating because you want to score every time, but also, JT, you're putting players, hitters are putting themselves in position. Yeah, so I mean that's another thing too is uh, you can the more people you get on get on base, uh, the more opportunities that you're going to have to hit them in. Right. So if we're scoring runs and you know like the the um, game against BYU, we had three runs, probably had a ton of people left on base, uh, but the pitcher was really good and she she's thrown some really good games. I think uh, Moffat from BYU is going to have a really good season too. So. Um, I don't really uh, like it. It can be frustrating, and it's just an easy stat to look at. Like, oh, we had a lot of people left on base, but that also means we had a lot of people on base too. So it just it makes your job as a hitter easier. If and now the thing is, if we can get more people on base uh, early in the inning, so instead of getting two outs, putting somebody on base, getting more people on with no outs, one outs. Now we can start to um, increase our chances of getting those runs in. So. Um, we're just, you know, like I said, young team, uh, we're, it's a work in progress and we are really trying to understand the game and get a lot of people to kind of, um, to navigate at a high level. All right. Uh, before I let you go and look at me keeping you on schedule, let's let, let me roll through some of the newcomers and maybe type of hitter, what you expect from them in 2020. And, and I'll go, um, in, in order of their number descending order. So there's no preferences played here. So Alicia Flores, Aaliyah's sister, ended up starting three of the four games this weekend. And, I mean, she's just – she's an attacker at the plate. What have you seen and what can we expect from Alicia Flores in the batter's box this year? Big swings. She's not going to get cheated no matter what. Um, she – and that's a big thing for her too is learning how different pitches break. And it's just a big – it's a big jump. And, you know, when you see from high school to, you know, from college, but when you see your own pitching for, for so long, we've been watching them since, you know, we've been facing our own pitchers and inner squads and everything. Um, once you get out there against other teams and they start to throw the ball different, uh, just, just continuing to add to the database of, of how to hit those and what to do. But for her, she's building her database and she's swinging. She's swinging the, the bat hard. And that's all we can really ask for her. And so I think you're just going to see it, you know, 
some big swings, and she's going to connect in, in a good way uh, here pretty soon, I think. Mackenzie Donahue. Just gritty fighter, and she's going to find a way to get on base and, and hit the ball hard. And just kind of like you said, um, the, the stats don't really show it, but that kid is, is a gamer. So um, it's going to be exciting to see her continue to, uh, to develop that. I want to ask you about uh, one more, then I'll get you out. Kenzie Hansen. Uh, yeah, it, <laughs> this, one of the best pure hitters, like we're, we're talking hand-eye, everything since Sid coming wow. in as a freshman. She can she can put the bat on the ball. Um, it's just going to be now continuing to develop the power and continue to um, adjust and just kind of know the game a little bit more. She, she is doing a really good job. She had a great weekend, and I think she's just going to continue to do great things. Sooners take on Arizona tonight at 5.30, but game one will be at 3 o'clock against Long Beach State. Hope you guys will tune in to the Franchise 2 AM 1560-1033 in Norman and, of course, streaming through the TuneIn and iHeartRadio app by simply searching Franchise 2. Also today, Oklahoma and Kansas in basketball should be a good one. And the OU baseball team, after a tough loss last night, Taylor Maples on the road with Sooner Baseball. OU will play two games on Saturday beginning at noon. Thanks for downloading and listening to the Sooner Sports Podcast. Until next week, Boomer Sooner, everybody. Everybody.